in the sutta called the Great Forty, in the middle length discourses, the Buddha describes how right view, right effort, and right mindfulness all circle around and support the other, all the factors of the Eightfold Path. So those three, right view, right effort, right mindfulness, have a particular role, a particular kind of supportive, informing quality. When it comes to the, the aspect of effort, it's particularly helpful for that and important for that effort to be established and informed by right view. It's easy for the mind to take hold of effort and turn it into, I should, I should be concentrated, I should be more awake, I should get rid of my distractive thoughts. I should sit straight, I should try harder, I should be more peaceful. And all of that, uh, I should, I ought to, I must, I have to get rid of, can easily be stressful, burdensome, tied up with the desire to become, the desire to get rid of, and thereby leading directly to more suffering, more stress, or discontent in the system. It's important to understand and seeing things with a, a view attuned to Dhamma, attuned to reality, that it's not the, the making of effort that is problematic. It's not having a goal or a direction. Goal-directedness in itself is not harmful at all a direction, making effort, these are all part of the, the path, part of the, the process of liberation. But it's the basis upon which that effort is made. That's the thing that makes a difference. So if effort is based upon self-view, I should, I must, I mustn't, I want to, I ought to, all of that eye-making and mind-making, then that uh, efforting is stressful, burdensome, frustrating. Getting a feel then for, for effort that is attuned with Dhamma, effort that is applied, free of self-view, free of conceit, free of eye-making and mind-making. That's the key to this. The habits of, of taking action based on self-view are so strong, so ordinary, so familiar, it seems automatic. I want to go to the temple, I should get there in time for the sitting, I, I should, I must. It's kind of ordinary, automatic, the way the mind phrases things. So it takes a particular kind of attention to notice those habits of thinking, how 
self-view and conceit of slides into the picture, takes over. But it doesn't have to be this way. To establish the, the heart in effort that is attuned to reality, attuned to Dhamma, free of self-view, the most fundamental quality that's needed is awareness, being awake. Not me feeling I should be awake, but wakefulness itself. That quality of awake, aware, knowing. And on that basis of awareness, to recognize the, the quality of this present experience. When the Buddha defines or describes skillful effort, then he talks about it in four different aspects. The restraining of the unwholesome from arising. That's the first one. Second one is if the unwholesome has arisen, to let it go. The conscious development of the wholesome, the beneficial. And then the fourth one, if the wholesome has arisen, to maintain it in being. So the quality of, of awareness, discernment, enables that recognition, enables those intentions to form, the intention to, f to restrain the unwholesome from arising. doesn't mean I should not let my mind get sleepy, or I should uh, not allow uh, unskillful aversions and desires, fears to arise. There doesn't need to be an I involved. Instead, that direction, that intention, can be completely based on mindfulness and wisdom. Not me being mindful or me being awake, but that quality of mindfulness and wisdom established, free of self-view. Attuning the heart to the present experience, awakening to that. The establishment of mindfulness, wisdom. And from that, there's the intention to restrain the unwholesome. If the unwholesome has arisen, the mind agitated and irritated, fearful, caught up in desire or aversion, or sleepy, lost in dullness. If that unwholesome quality has arisen, then it's awareness that knows this is unskillful, this is unwholesome. And rather than I should let go of it, I've got to do something to get rid of this. Establishing that quality of wakefulness, awareness, knowing, let the system adjust itself. Letting go happens when awareness is present. Like in the autumn leaves, they, the season changes, the leaves turn and drop off the tree. 
That's a natural process. When awareness is present, unskillful attitudes and actions are recognized, and the, the presence of that awareness initiates that letting go, just like a leaf dropping off a tree. It doesn't have to be a, a me doing the letting go. It's just the impact, the effect of awareness. The system adjusts itself. It's a self-adjusting universe. And awareness, wakefulness, is the integrating, balancing agent. That's what helps the adjustments to take place, to bring things to a quality of, of wholeness, balance, integration. Of bringing awareness to the posture, feeling the presence of the body, and in this in this same vein, in the same spirit, rather than I should sit up straight, I need to improve my posture, I should relax, bring awareness to the to the body, feel the presence of the body, feel how the muscles of the face, or the neck, the spine, the shoulders, your abdomen, your legs, your arms, your hands. Feel how they are being held. Bring awareness to that. Let the body adjust its own posture. Rather, rather than, I need to relax, or I need to loosen the muscles of my jaw, or I need to sit up straight, bringing awareness to the posture, let the posture adjust itself. I don't have to do anything. Let awareness have its effect. When this skill is developed, when this is recognized how this works, and a quality of faith or confidence in that develops. Seeing how when I get out of the way and awareness is allowed to have its effect, the system balances. And a, an integration, a balancing of energy and relaxation takes place on its own. The body comes to an upright posture, the spine extended to its full, comfortable, natural limit, the rest of the body relaxing around that. It's like a, a tree needs both firmness to stand up and hold its branches into the, into the air, the, it needs flexibility to bend in the wind. So we find this body is exactly the same. There's, fir there's firmness, energy, the body sitting up in an energetic, alert way. But there's flexibility. The system is malleable, soft. 
bringing awareness to the body, notice how that adjusting occurs. When the mind gets distracted, gets caught up in an agitated pattern of thinking, or slips into dullness and sleepiness. When there's a noticing of that, a mindfulness of that drift has occurred, rather than, oh, I've fallen asleep, I should wake up, I need to sit up straight, or, oh, I'm really uptight, my jaw's really clenched, my stomach's like a, rigid like a board, I should relax. When the, that kind of drifting is noticed into dullness or tension, agitation, rather than, I should do something to get rid of this, I should do something to be different, bring awareness to that, that state, to that slumped, dull feeling, the body hunched over, or the, the system tight, agitated, tense. Bring awareness to that, Feel it, know it, let the awareness have its own effect. It's a self-adjusting system, a self-adjusting universe. And developing mindfulness of breathing also is a part of this. Establishing the intention to let the breath be at the center of, of awareness, center of attention. Rather than, I'm going to do mindfulness of breathing, I need to concentrate on the breath, I've got to work hard at this. Just based upon the skillful intention for the mind to focus in the present, let the breath be at the very heart the very center of attention. It's an invitation, not a command or a, an assertion, inviting the attention to rest upon the breath. Each in-breath is literally the inspiration, breathing in. Notice that the in-breath energizes supports that quality of alertness. Each out-breath has the quality of relaxation, a sigh of relief. The natural quality of the out-breath is that of relaxing, releasing, letting go. So as the attention centers upon the breath, let those qualities of the breathing have their own effect. The in-breath brightening, energizing, inspiring. The out-breath relaxing, softening, letting go. So these qualities of energy and relaxation are informed by the, the texture, the qualities of the breath, the natural form of the breathing. Let that have its effect. Energizing and relaxing the body, energizing and relaxing the mind. This is the natural effect. If the attention rests upon the breath or 
The breath rests upon the attention, whichever way we like to phrase it. Being aware of the effect of that. Feeling the body breathing. And then knowing, appreciating the effects of that. The heart open to the, the quality, the tone of the breath, inspiring and letting go. Appreciating that. Letting the, the recognition of that have its effect. Seeing that, feeling that, knowing that directly. Let that guide the way. The attention resting with the breath. We witness, know the effect of that. And this, like a pathway opening up before us. It's a clear direction. The mind attentive to the present, awake, relaxed, open, attentive. Free of self-view, free of eye-making and mind-making. How is this? How does it feel? And let that appreciation, that recognition, have its own effect.